1: I'm gonna change my guitar tone for this one. There we go. See, I have a few go to tones that I use, and then that way, when I switch guitars or use different guitars for different things, you just dial it in from there and call it a day.
0: Sounds super bluesy to me.
1: Yeah the thin sounding, I like that.
0: Yeah, kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, guys. Uh, Today we're doing another blues guitar workshop series for you. And thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. My name is Dan Denley, founder of guitarzoom.com. This is my good friend, Steve Stein, guitarist extraordinaire and uh, so we're doing a blues guitar workshop series for you guys and this is I don't know which number it is it's one of the videos in this <laughs> We're doing a whole bunch of these it's impossible to keep up with actually but we have definitely talked about uh, soloing blue soloing we've talked about tools and touch and tone we've talked about the blues scale today we're talking about playing a major 12 bar blues we're going to have one on the minor 12 bar blues, and then we're going to have one on playing blues in any key. And that's just what we have planned for you so far. So, if you enjoyed these blues guitar workshop series, definitely subscribe and hit the old uh, notification button so that you can get notified of when we do the live sessions. All of the live sessions, guys, are going to be recorded for you and put on the channel so that you can go back there in a nice playlist and check it out. Uh, If you would like to learn how to play the old 12-bar blues in major, then uh, please keep watching, keep listening wherever you are. If you want to learn it even faster, you can go to GuitarZoom.com and check out Steve's new course. It's called Blues Guitar by Steve Stein. The end. Very nice. (laughs) so teach us, my friend, how to okay. play a 12-bar blues.
1: Yeah, again, rhythm is so important and it's easy to get lost in all this stuff. So I thought instead of trying to throw all of it into one discussion, let's break this apart a little bit so it all kind of okay. makes sense. So basically, you in, in terms of blues and, and really in any style of music, you really have the world of happy major and then you have the world of dark, depressing, sad minor, right? And blues can be done in a... again from a rhythmic sense we're not talking about soloing now we're talking about creating rhythm so blues can be done in a more happier context or it can be done in a bit darker context so today what we want to do is we want to focus on learning the twelve bar blues with major chords Okay, which is how you more often than not would probably hear blues anyway so what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna pick a key I'm just gonna go to the key of A which is the fifth fret, right? And I'm going to make a a power chord. We're going to start with power chords and then we'll build out from there. So if you knew nothing about the notes on your guitar and you knew nothing about theory at all, nothing, okay? You could play 12-bar blues by simply using power chords, using three different power chords. The first power chord is going to be played at the fifth fret here. The second power chord is going to be played right underneath that and the third power chord is going to be played two frets higher toward the body. Okay? Now we have to give these names though so it makes sense to us and then once I get done talking about this I'm going to expand and actually tell you a little bit about the theory if you don't already know that. Okay? So we're going to call this one the one chord and again the reasoning will come later. This is the four chord and this is the five chord. One, four, five. Okay? So when we play blues, the first thing we have to do is we have to organize these in a uh, sequence of chord changes, which we call the 12-bar or 12-measure blues. Blues is generally constructed off of 12 measures, although blues, again, can do whatever it wants. There are, There's are 16-bar blues, there's 24-bar blues, there's 8-bar blues, there's all kinds of different things. But we're talking about a 12-measure sequence, and that's what I want to talk to you about right now. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take those three chords, we're gonna play them for 12 measures, but we have to put them in an order. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna break this into three groups of four measures, four, eight, 12. That's the easiest way I've found to try and explain this. Mm -hmm. So the first four measures is just gonna be this one chord. And again, we're just playing it as a power chord at this point. So we can take that and we're gonna just add a bit of a blues rhythm to it. So I'm gonna give it this. So I'm just counting it one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. This is my third measure and this is my fourth measure, one, two, three, four. And now I have to go somewhere. So I'm on the second group of four now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to head over to that four chord, which is this one right here. We label this the four chord. And again, we'll talk about why if you don't know in a second so i'm going to go to that four chord for two measures but i still have two measures left so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go back to the one chord for the remaining two measures so my top sequence here of four measures is one chord my second sequence of four me- sequence of four measures is the four chord for two and the one chord for two okay
2: mm-hmm. so
1: i'm going one two three four two two three Four, then I go back. One, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. Now I'm at the end. I'm on the last four measures. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to play five, four, one, five, which means five. Remember, we label that five. Four, and then one and then I'm going to return back to that five. So the last four measures is, needless to say, is the most active. I have to keep changing every measure. So I'm going five for a measure, one, two,
2: three, four,
1: going to the four chord for a measure, one, two, three, four, going to the one chord for a measure, one, two, three, four, then I'm going back to the five chord to end this whole thing, one, So that's my 12 measures. Now, if I put this whole thing together in a sequence, I'm gonna turn my volume down a little bit so I can kind of talk at the same time here. So I'm starting at the top, I'm gonna to play four measures. I'm gonna speed this up a little bit so it doesn't take so long though. So here we go. Right. One, two, three, four. Second measure. Third measure, fourth measure. Then I gotta to go to the middle section, which is the four chord, remember, for two measures then back to the one. Now I got to get down on the bottom four, which was five, four, and one, and then it returns to the five, and it just starts all over again. Okay? Now, I'm giving it a rhythm. It's not the only rhythm. I'm giving you a 12 measure sequence. It's not the only way to play this 12 measure sequence. There are many variations of these sorts of things. But if you don't know how to play the blues, this is a great place to start, okay? Mm-hmm. So before I go on, because there's, there's more to this, but let's just stop there and see if we've got any questions or if you have any questions.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing is, uh, guys, the whole concept here is that we're just trying to lay the foundation. Steve's laying the foundation of all the blues kind of that, you know, like, like you said, there's lots of variations, but if you don't really understand this 12 bar, the variation part gets really confusing because you can throw in minor chords, you can throw in like, well, that's uh, the the thing is again, just
1: like any other language, essentially it's, it's the variations become endless. Right. But if we, if you were to talk to anybody, if you were to talk to Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top about the blues, the first thing he's probably going to, like, if you said, I don't know anything about the blues, the first thing he'd probably talk to you about is 12 bar blues. He's not going to go into 24 bar blues or 8 bar blues or a jazz blues sequence if you don't know blues. The first thing you'd probably do is learn just a simple, straightforward 12 bar blues. Because if I was to get together and jam, like, let's say I got together with a group of people and I was going to jam, maybe I want to try out for their band or, you know, whatever it is, and we want to jam together. The first thing you usually do is simple things, or if I go out and see a band and they want to get me up to play, right, to to do a song, you know, you don't choose the most difficult thing in 30 seconds to go, hey, what, what do you know, right? Usually you just go, hey, let's jam some blues in the key of A, or let's jam some blues in the key of G, right? And you don't go, well, is it 24? Is it 8? Or are we doing a jazz improv? You know, you just, it's just straightforward 12 bar blues. Now, if they make little adjustments in their rhythm while I'm jamming or something, I'm going to hear it, right? But this sequence, this 12 measure sequence is just, is, is not only the best place to start, but it's probably the, the most popular one that you're going to see out there. Okay. So the next step is to take those power chords and turn them into bar chords if you know bar chords. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to convert this A power chord into an A major bar chord. Right, so I'm playing five, seven, seven, six, five, five. And then I would play my D as a D major power, or bar chord, excuse me, which is going to be five, seven, 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 all done with my third finger. And then five over here with my first finger. And then my five chord would be this one, which is also major. Okay, so needless to say, in order to play these major, you'd have to know your bar chords, or at least learn them to be able to play it this way. If you don't know bar chords, you could play it as power chords and you could have a ball, right? But if if you wanna move on, the next thing would be to play them as bar chords. So now it gives a little more um, variety in terms of the way you strum it too, because I could be doing something like, See, because I have more strings I can strum, I can do more with the, the palette of sound by doing some thicker strings and some thinner strings and things like that, where when you're playing power chord, you kind of only have that one sound, you see. So I'm still keeping that kind of rhythm going four measures here but see how much the rhythm the strumming plays in the sound of this thing it's not just the chords so you'll notice that I'm I'm strumming and palm muting and doing some different things in different places and again these are all conversations we can have uh the guitar course talks about all this stuff but you know it's it's learning to again just like we talked about in the other discussions it's learning to make it sound like music that's what you're mm. looking for okay
0: If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member There are 3 memberships to choose from For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to GuitarZoom.com. Now back to the podcast.
1: So we've converted all those power chords into bar chords. The last thing I want to do, so I don't bore you with this whole thing, is convert them all into what we call seventh chords. And again, don't get hung up on the terminology and all that sort of thing. But I'm going to take my major chord right here, my A major, and I'm going to take my pinky off the guitar and you get this really colorful sound which lends itself really wonderful to the sound of blues. Well, I wanna do the same thing over my four chord and my five chord, which we are gonna go back and talk about what those terms mean, but... So when I go to my four chord, which is the D here, D major, I need to convert that into a D seven chord. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play five seven five that's coming from my bar so i'm barring and i'm putting my ring finger on the seventh fret of the fourth string and my pinky on the seventh fret of the second string it sounds wonderful so that gives me that bluesy sound over the four chord and when i want the five chord i just take the same thing and move it up Now, with those sounds, if you were to take that minor pentatonic we talked about,
2: it's
1: going to sound really nice over that, okay? Or the blues note.
2: See
1: what I mean? So they all fit together really wonderfully. And the nice thing about this is is when you're learning blues, which is where a lot of people first start learning how to solo and stuff like that, is because the rules don't really... If you knew all your theory and all that stuff, it all doesn't really make sense at this point anyway. Blues is all based on sound and feel and and things like that. So that's what's really nice about this is you can learn how to play your blues, your 12-bar blues, whether it's power chord, whether it's major bar chords, Uh, whether it's dominant seventh or seventh bar chords, whatever it is, right? This is sometimes referred to as a dominant seventh, but you can just call it A7 or D7, E7. Um, And then you can take that minor pentatonic we talked about and you can slap that on top there and it sounds really cool.
0: Dude, yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I know, it's awesome. (laughs) I love this.
1: When I learned how to do this, like this is what I would do with my friends. Either we were playing Iron Maiden or Ozzy or Slayer songs or we'd be jamming this. And yeah. so this was my first exposure to not understanding a thing about music theory but learning to feel this rhythm. You know, we'd listen to Steve Ray Vaughan and you know, I was a big Gary Moore fan when I was mm-hmm. when I was a kid. But I never understood anything, but it it was just the ability of being able to take those chords and have somebody play them and that I would you know, jam over the top, or vice versa. You know, we'd always go back and forth. I'd play twelve of rhythm and then solo, and somebody else would play twelve of rhythm, right? And you go back and forth. And it's just just fun stuff to uh to learn how to play. So that's that's how this is built. The the 12 bar blues using major chords. Now Let's clear up the, the terminology here of one, four, five. And again, I'm not going to get real deep into theory, but understand that if, if I'm playing A, D, and E, which are the three chords I'm playing, I'm technically in the key of A. A is my main chord. And I always tell people key really is like playing a baseball game and going to home plate, right? That's the key. That's where you want to get to. That's what everybody's waiting for is that home plate. First base is fine, right? Second base is fine, but it's home plate you want to get to. So this A is more important by far than the D or the E. The D or the E want to go to the A. They want to bring the ear around to come home to that sound of the A. So if we were in the key of A, that means, again, A being the most important chord. If we count it up on our fingers very simply, and I went A, B, C, D, E. A, B, C, D, E, D, E, four and 5 So that's where those terms are coming from. Now there's sharps and flats and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to get into all that key signature stuff. I just want you to understand that that's the basic idea of where the terms are coming from. The beautiful thing as a guitar player is even if you don't really understand it, you can see that your four chord is located directly underneath you, and your five chord is located two frets higher this way. So that's what I always loved about it is because when I learned the blues and I learned one, four, five, I didn't know my theory, I didn't know anything about major scales and things like that. I just knew one was here and four was underneath. And one, four, five made sense to me, but only in, a term, or only in a titling thing. One, four, five. Whether they're A7, D7, D7. But that was enough for me. You know, so if somebody said, oh, play one, four, five, let's do 12 bar blues in the key of G. Okay, that's cool. So, G, one, four, five. And then my scale would be there. Again, we'll get into that discussion later, but that's the idea.
0: So hopefully that helps. Dude, this is awesome. Guys, I hope you're enjoying this. This is part of the uh, Blues Guitar Workshop series that we're doing for you. This is all about playing the major uh, 12-bar blues, what the 12-bar blues is. Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed this. If you missed The beginning of this, no worries. It'll be saved for you there on the playlist at the Guitar Zoom YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and hit notify and be notified of the next session. If you want to learn all this stuff, go there and watch all those playlist videos on the Blues Guitar Workshop. If you want to learn it even faster in a step-by-step way, check out Steve's course. It's called Blues Guitar by Steve Stein, and it's now available at GuitarZoom.com. Dr. Stein. I love saying that. Professor extraordinaire. (laughs) (laughs) Professor of modern guitar studies. Yep. Um, where should we go from here, man? This has been a really awesome session and fun. Yeah,
1: And again, I think that's enough, you know, in the next session we're going to talk about converting all of this into minor. So if you did want to play minor blues, which, um, one of my first experiences, I mean, there, there was the thrill is gone from BB King, which Mm -hmm. is, is still one of my favorites, but, um, by far in a way it's a song called still got the blues by gary Moore. and i i still to this day it's one of my favorite songs on the planet and um and so i always found minor blues to be just really powerful and um me as a as an individual i'm just i'm really drawn to minor blues not that i don't love major blues but it, there's just something about minor blues probably my metal past i don't know well my metal current, I guess. But there's just something about minor blues that I've always loved. So that's what I want to talk about in the next session. So
0: that's going to be awesome. I'm really stoked about that because you can, a lot of times the minor blues are a little slower. They give you more time to solo and think about what you're going to do. So that's going to be a really cool session, guys. If you want to make sure you don't miss that, make sure you subscribe and hit notify. I want to thank everybody for being here. This has been super awesome. Uh, we really appreciate every time you guys show up to one of these live sessions. It's just a blessing and a privilege to be here with you guys and also to be here with, uh, with Steve. Every time we get to do this, man, I'm just like, this is so fun. Right, I can't it is believe a lot that, that, that we do this uh, and try to help people. And it's, it's, always, it's always awesome. Steve, thank you so much, guys. Don't forget, all these Blues Guitar Workshop series are going to be there on the playlist for you at the Guitar Zoom channel. Just go to YouTube, type in GuitarZoom, click the channel, click on playlist, and then it'll be there for you. Blues Guitar Workshop. And, of course, if you want to uh, go deep into all of this and learn it step-by-step, step, you can check out Steve's course. It's called Blues Guitar by Steve Stein, and it's available at GuitarZoom.com. All right, big guy. Anything else you want to add or close no, us out? I think,
1: that's, I think that's good for now.
0: All right. Next session, guys, the minor 12-bar blues. So see you then. Thank all you right, so much. Take care. Bye, man.
1: Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar
0: Podcast. Steve? Yes. What, sir, are you going to learn us today? Well, I'm so stoked.
1: Hopefully you, uh, you joined us for the 12 Bar Blue session <clears throat> in major because the minor really isn't that difficult. It's just really understanding what we're going to talk about today is uh, how to play it. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the application. And then real soon here, I'm going to be talking about we're gonna do another session on major and minor pentatonic. And if you don't know anything about that, you're gonna find that pretty amazing as well. But like I talked about in the last session, most music, not just blues, but most music in general is either based off a chord that is major in, in tonality or minor in tonality. So if you're in the key of, for instance, G major, that means that G major is your main chord. You're gonna to go to other chords but you're gonna come back to that G major sound, right? If you're in a minor key, it's the same idea, except your chord, your main chord, is minor in tonality. So if you think about it, like if I took this G minor chord here, you know, it, it has such a, a deeper, darker sound than a major chord does, and it's it, there's only one note that's different. You know, if you know your bar chords, I'm putting my middle finger down for major. And I'm taking the middle finger off to create the sound but if you really listen to it it just you know major has that kind of sound but minor has a sadder tone to it so what we're going to do is we're going to take everything that we discussed in the last session for major and do exactly the same thing but the difference is is that the three chords that we're emphasizing now would be built off minor. Hey Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode can I ask you a favor?